Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. All right, Johnny Ken Show, KFI AM640, live everywhere in the iHeartRadio app. In 15 minutes, we will spit out another keyword for your chance to win some inflation bonus cash, $1,000. Stay tuned next hour, too, because in addition to another word at 520, we've got some Disneyland tickets, a four-pack of tickets to give away on the Johnny Ken Show. We're going to talk now with uh, the sheriff of L.A. County, Alex Villanueva. Uh, this is coming a day after this uh, horrific incident where a 22-year-old man drove his car into dozens of police recruits who were who were running on the side of a road in the Whittier area. And, yeah, they've uh, identified him as Nicholas Joseph Gutierrez of Diamond Bar. Um, this story says he has a bail, but I thought he didn't have a bail. Uh, anyway, he's been arrested for assault with a deadly weapon, and uh, they think that he may have been under the influence. Let's get uh, Sheriff on, see uh, what the latest is. How are you, Sheriff? Oh, not too bad. Hey, I was going to recommend a climate coach there to send to that guy with the sword and the axe. A climate coach? <laughs> I'm, I'm sure that was part of the team. Hey, um, what, what, what's, what, there's a, still a lot of mystery about this guy who's uh, been arrested, uh, Nicholas Gutierrez. I, I mean, I saw in one story he was getting an attempted murder charge and assault with a deadly weapon. What? What? What's? What's? What's the feeling as to why he did this? Anyone know? Well, he was uh, booked for attempt murder on a peace officer. His bail is set at uh, no bail, and uh, our homicide bureau worked together with the highway patrol. The district attorney's uh, crimes against uh, peace officers, the Capo unit, and they uh, did uh, dozens and dozens of interviews, looked at all the physical evidence, statements made, and they concluded that the act was intentional. And that's why they're, uh, they booked him on the, cha- on the charges, and this will be presented to the DA tomorrow for filing and for arraignment. Intentional? Uh, intentional, yes. 
Um, it, does he have any history of being anti-police? Any writings online? Any any acquaintances That's talking? Our- uh, we did a warrants at his home. We did warrants on uh, social media and, uh, you know, to seize everything, to examine all that. And all that information was put together, and the DA will, will have at their disposal to decide what to file in court. And I think the charge is appropriate, and it just shocked us. It shocked everybody, and we're just praying for the recovery of all the recruits. I think the first reaction most people had is it must have been an accident. He must have been drunk. He, you know, lost control of his car. You know, something unintentional. But then saw the video yesterday, and he's plowing straight into them. He's driving a straight line right along the curb there. And I'm looking at that, and well, that looks like he wanted to hit all those cops. Well, you look at that stretch of road, and it's kind of hard to. It's kind of hard to realize that you'll never find a group. You know, a fraction of once a day, you'll see a group like that running by there, and that's when it happens. So uh, it's not uh, not by accident, I don't believe. So do you have any reason to believe he went there knowing that they might be running in that street? Uh, That we don't know, because it's part of his route, I guess, going from home to work. But remember, this is 620 in the morning, and uh, no presence of alcohol in the system. And if he's going to work... How would we be falling asleep? So it obviously a lot of those questions uh, were answered during the investigation, the interviews, and uh, now we'll see what's presented in court. There's something about marijuana was found. Uh, they found marijuana in the vehicle, and they did field sobriety tests, breathalyzer, toxicology results are not in yet. That'll take a little bit longer, and that'll be part of the picture. Has he said anything that you're aware of? Uh, from what I understand, uh, the recruits were trying to get him uh, out of the car, open the door, and he had his foot still on the accelerator, believe oh, it or not. Really? Uh, That's after he, he hit the light pole, did, right? Yes, and he didn't seem to have a remorse, per se, or express any, any regret. So it was kind of very odd set of circumstances. What can you tell us about the condition of the recruits? Anything new today on them? Well, we... We have seven are still in the hospital, five are in there for observation. We still have two in critical. One's at UC Irvine and went through a surgery, supposed to be in surgery, I believe, right now, and multiple fractures of the legs. And then we have the one at St. Francis, which is our, our bigger concern. That one uh, is still in critical condition with uh, trauma to the to the brain, multiple fractures as well, and... Uh, supposed to be going had a surgery last night and there'll be a, a series of more surgeries so it's it's day by day for this uh recruit is there something about this man comes from a law enforcement family do you know anything about that yeah apparently some of their his relatives are uh former military retired and uh so it's it just adds to a very big puzzle you know what on earth was going on in his mind yeah because we heard that there was a a search of his home that was conducted yesterday? Yes. And that was, that was a SWAT team. We understand it was a SWAT team. Was that true? Yeah, why would there be a SWAT team going to his house? No, that, that, that was not a SWAT team on that one. It was not a SWAT team? Okay, there no. was an, there was an earlier very, report that there was. No, it was a simple uh, 
you know, knock on the door, sheriff's department, and everybody came out willingly, and they did not expect any type of uh, resistance that would uh, necessitate a SWAT team. All right. Well, Sheriff, um, let us know if you find out anything else. As we do, uh, we will. You know, I think the, everyone's uh, highly interested in this. If 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 he did it yeah. on purpose, that is really sick and scary. Uh, yes, indeed. So we'll we'll keep praying that everyone gets back together and hopefully get back and resume their career. They were just starting. Yeah, that's that's really tough. Uh, All right, that's Sheriff Alex Vianaway. But thank you for coming on again. You got it. Yeah, I think there's some fundraising going on for the cadets that have been seriously injured in this uh, situation that happened yesterday morning in Whittier. We'll see if we can find out more about that for you uh, and pass it along. But uh, that's Sheriff Alex Villanueva, L.A. County Sheriff, unfortunately, the outgoing sheriff, giving us an update on uh, the charges. And he says levied uh, against this man that ran into the cadets running on it, the street. The investigators believe it was an intentional act. So he's on his way to work, we think, and he spots him and just decides today's the day I'm going to run these people down because I don't like them. I, I don't know. Does he know they're cadets or does he know? I don't know. Uh, do they if they run that course every day? Does he see them every day? I, I don't know. By the way, you can go to kfiam640.com slash sheriff, and you can make donations for these recruits. Okay. Slash sheriff? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because I don't see it on the front page here. Yeah. Well, I mean, their families are going to need some financial help. Uh, You know, some of them are badly hurt, and they're going to have big hospital bills. And as recruits, I don't know exactly what kind of benefits. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. That they they are. They're young. Who knows what their health insurance situation is, so. Uh, yeah. You can go to that that page, and if you could be generous in your donations, I mean, certainly I think people are going to want to do that for police recruits. All right, coming up next, you will have an opportunity to win $1,000. That's our inflation bonus cash money. You have to listen for the keyword that's coming. Johnny Ken, KFI, AM640, live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. Okay, so we did put up a link on our webpage for how you can help those uh, police recruits who were run over by that man in South Whittier yesterday morning. Just go to KFIAM640.com, get to the John and Ken page, click the story about the charges against that man, and then you scroll down and you'll see a place where you can send some aid to uh, these police recruits. It's the sheriff's fund. Sheriff Inueva was just on, and he said investigators uh, believe that this was intentional, that this uh, character intentionally... Uh, mowed down the police recruits. Yeah, we'll see how that pans out in the coming days and weeks. Uh, I imagine they'll get an attorney and eventually there'll be a story, but the story's kind of quiet right now as far as anything coming from his side about how this or why this happened. So, and also the sheriff said toxicology reports are pending when it comes to perhaps substance abuse, such as marijuana. He did not test drunk, but as the sheriff said, he was supposedly on his way to work. So he wasn't probably tired. Right. Well, the marijuana, the whole drug thing is irrelevant. If, if he intended to do this, it doesn't matter if he was stoned or not. Um, right, but they have to prove that. No, I know that. They, they have to. Uh, I don't know how you prove intent, although it looks like it, looks like it was intentional to my eyes. Yeah. Because it doesn't look like it was an a- accidentally losing control. But, I'm, I mean, you know, it, it's... That's that's really bad. 
Well, we take you now to the longstanding saga of our horrible Los Angeles County District Attorney, George Gascon. And we go across the country for a different viewpoint. People like George Soros and his like have been contributing to DA races around the country for some time now. A person they gave a lot of money to back in 2017 was the Philadelphia DA, Larry Krasner. He won election that year, and in fact, he won re-election last year. But now, the Pennsylvania House of Representatives has voted to impeach him. In that state, they apparently allow the legislature to impeach a DA. What happens next is there's like a trial in the Pennsylvania Senate, and then he's removed if they have a two-thirds majority vote there. Don't know if that's likely to happen, but... Well, it's... it's uh... You don't have a two-thirds Republican Senate there. You do not. Uh, so it's just going to get partisan, I assume, because everything does. But, uh, boy. Philadelphia rest- witnessed 562 homicides last year, a new high. That is that is the most in its 340-year history. 562. Over 2,000 people have already been shot in Philadelphia this year. And uh, Krasner no longer seeks cash bail for 25 different offenses, including retail theft. So you could steal whatever you wish. You won't even spend five minutes in jail. And 70% of violent offenses were withdrawn or dismissed by Krasner's office or the judiciary. That's up 51% in a year. And gun crimes, and usually the progressive nuts are so crazy anti-gun, he didn't prosecute 18% of the gun cases in 2019 and 21% of them in 2020, which is about double the state average. So we bring you back to L.A. County where we have George Gascon, the same kind of guy as this Larry Krasner in Philadelphia They want to basically blow up the criminal justice system. They don't want people going to jail or prison. They want to shorten sentences for murderers. You know the list by now. It resulted in an attempt to recall Gascon from office. We take you back now to August of 2019. There was quite a story. In fact, the date, I guess, was August 21st of 2019. We covered it quite a bit here on the John and Ken Show. There was an L.A. County Sheriff's deputy who faked being shot by a sniper. Do you remember that story? Yeah. I think it was up in Lancaster, wasn't it? And this resulted in quite a response since that was oh, how yeah. he called it in that he's been shot. Uh, he was, well, here we are three years later. There eventually, there, there was a trial. However, the trial was conducted by this L.A. County DA's office and Deputy Angel Renosa was convicted of just one little misdemeanor count. Uh, filing a false police report. That's it. For all that he did, and remember the response. Do you remember SWAT the size? Teams, helicopters. The, I mean, I can't remember. I mean, it seemed like uh, half the officers in uh, in L.A. County showed up in Lancaster. Yep. He apparently had shot himself, as I recall, and he was yeah. having some problems at work, and he thought this might be a way to get some sympathy and get some uh, workers' comp pay or something. I don't know, but uh, he was charged with two felonies and a misdemeanor. But this jury, because it's L.A. County D.A. George Gascon's 
deputy DAs who conduct the trial. And apparently the man who did conduct the trial is another one of these uh, public defender types. Deputy District Attorney George Apt was the prosecutor. He actually contributed to Gascon's election campaign in 2020. Um, he's also named in a civil service complaint that he lacks the experience to work as a prosecutor. So now you know who we're talking about. Basically, a public defender was the one who ran this trial for the L.A. County yeah. DA's office. Yeah. And uh, he probably only did a half-hearted uh, job. And the jury only convicted this guy of one simple misdemeanor. You know, and, and I... I mean, nobody was hurt that day, but it was uh, just an incredible... He, this so, will result in a maximum, by so the way, of Gascon's, six months in county jail. Gascon's people are so incompetent, they can't even nail a cop. And that's their reason to be. Yeah, they love to go after cops. Gascon got into office so he could start prosecuting cops, and then he gets one to prosecute, and he botches it. Well, he didn't hurt a civilian, so they probably didn't think it was as big a case for them. Oh, he'll probably serve no time. Uh, considered a oh. nonviolent offender, who probably won't serve so, any jail time in L.A. So, County for this. Oh, that, that's, that's ridiculous. He caused a lot of mayhem and a lot of fear that day. Yeah, oh, I'd forgotten completely about this case until I saw this story. Um. Wow. One veteran attorney in the DA's office said, here you have a public defender with his first felony trial as a prosecutor, and he can't win against a cop for defrauding the sheriff's department. I can't think of a more slam dunk case. And and the whole thing was on television. I, I mean, I mean, I, I, I'm but but you know what? Public defenders, <laughs> they don't have the right talent. They don't have the right intellect to be a prosecutor. Well, that's not usually how they lean, right? But, yeah, but I mean, they don't have the skill set. It's not not only their belief system, but the skills to build a case to declare someone guilty. They spend all their lives insisting that guilty people are not guilty. Well, they tear so, down cases, right? Yeah, they don't build cases. They, that's not in their in the structure of the way they think. All right, we got more coming up. John and Ken, KFI, AM640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Well, you know, tomorrow's Friday. That brings Moist Line. Yeah, once a week during the 5 o'clock hour at 520 and 550, we play listener feedback. How's that for a word? Uh, on us or the world. Anyway, you can leave that message using the iHeartRadio app, the microphone icon. You can call the toll-free number and leave a message, 1-877-MOIST-86, one 877 664-7886. Next hour, you'll also have a chance. One more keyword is coming out at 520 for a chance at $1,000. And before we're done, just before 6 o'clock tonight, we do have a four-pack of Disneyland tickets. Right, John? Yes. Yeah? You have them right in your hands, don't you? Uh, I don't have the tickets, but I have uh, the announcement. Oh, do that. Uh, we are giving away four packs of tickets to Disneyland. Not right now, but yes. But not right now, but eventually, between now and 6 o'clock. And that'll make your family happy. <laughs> yes. You know? And, a, especially, it's very holiday festive there. And maybe they'll forgive you for what you've done to them. Wow. They always go dark. Hmm? Yeah, life is dark. Life is dark. Really? <laughs> Don't you find cheery spots? A little smiling Deborah Mark down in the other room there, whatever. Oh, tell me about it, Mr. Sunshine. <laughs> I am Mr. Sunshine compared to you. Everything and everybody is suspicious from you. Yeah, well. All right, finish the announcement. Oh, oh, the whole thing? Oh, you don't have to then if you don't need to. I just, well, uh, well, no, we should explain what magic is. We should. Magic is holidays at the Disneyland Resort, 
and KFI wants to send you to experience the festive joy you've been dreaming about. You know festive joy. Magic is Sleeping Beauty's winter castle covered in festive lights. The Disney Festival of Holidays. Disney Viva Navidad Street Party. Magic is the holidays now through January 6th. Both tickets and park reservations required. Visit Disneyland.com for important details. Offering subject to capacity restrictions and change without notice. Well, the story out of Idaho, what's the expression, gets curiouser and curiouser. And that is, of course, the murder of four University of Idaho students. They were killed in their off-campus home early Sunday morning. We did learn late yesterday there was a press conference in the afternoon from Idaho police that there were two other roommates in the house at the time of these murders. It's two women, as it turns out. The four that were killed were three females and a male. We'll get into that in a moment. But um, they are not suspects in the murder. We can only speculate that they may have been asleep somewhere else in the house and didn't hear this happening. Uh, We have learned today from an autopsy that they sure were stabbed to death. Uh, I think we kind of knew that already, but that's the official report. The police, why this gets curious, originally said, well, this was a targeted killing. And then suddenly yesterday at the press conference, yeah, they weren't so sure that they could assure the community that we're all safe because whoever killed them is still out there. There's a killer. And now it's possible that there's more than one killer that was involved in this. A couple of things emerged today. There is video from a food truck showing two of the students ordering food at a truck in Moscow, Idaho. Moscow, by the way, is only 25,000 people. It's a very small town. 1.41 a.m. So we now know from that timeline they were killed after that. They think they were killed somewhere between 3 and 4 a.m. The video shows Madison Mogan and Kaylee uh, Goncalves ordering uh, carbonara from uh, gr- grub truckers. And they wait about 10 minutes for their food. They're chatting with each other and people standing by the truck. Everything looks fine is what they learned from this. The man who runs the food truck said they didn't seem to be in distress or danger in any way. So according to the timeline of this, these two girls eventually go back to the house. It looks like the other two were at some kind of party. They all returned to the home early Sunday, sometime after 1.45 a.m. And what happened to them exactly after that, we don't know. But boy, the crime scene was horribly bloody. The police said there was no evidence of forced entry. What eventually happened is somebody called 911 about an unconscious person. And that's when the police came to the home. They found the gruesome crime scene. They found the two living roommates who were there and again are not believed to be suspects in this mass murder. A couple of things we learned. Um, Ethan Chapin is the male victim. This is kind of unusual and really a little extra sad. He's one of triplets. So he's got, you know, identical, I don't know whether they're brothers, males or females. I would assume that usually it's all males, right? When you have triplets, it's all the same gender, I should yeah, say. I guess you could have No, I guess you have multiple births. Yeah. You can have different, yeah. <clears throat> um, so the report today was about the autopsy. Um, it's... A very strange case. There is a family member of Chapin's who is saying that they're very upset with the police, that they're not giving out any information. They should be telling the community that maybe you're not safe. They're just not saying enough. They don't seem to be doing enough. 
It's a small town police department isn't going to figure this out. That's you know. That's oh, I the think FBI, they brought. I think, yeah, the yeah, I FBI think is there now. Right. But I mean, you know, the first critical hours, small town police departments uh, frequently botch investigations. I heard today they haven't had a murder there in six years. So nobody knows how to investigate a murder. Yes. Um, Especially one with this many victims and this messy and this mysterious. Ethan Chapin and the, another of the victims, Zana Kernadel, uh, were a couple. I don't know if that enters into this in any way, because this kind of crime where nothing was stolen from the house indicates it was somebody in a real rage over something and the first possibility that pops up especially since they're young college students, would be something romantic went awry. Right. And he just Somebody's decided, really jealous and unhappy. And decides to take everybody in the house out. Yeah, whoever was there. Well, I mean, the other two girls apparently were somewhere in the house, but uh, they well, were you, not. You know what I wonder? See, I wonder if the original information is accurate because we've just had too many stories where you hear one story and then three days later it's something else because now they claimed uh, – you know, there's no danger to the rest of the community. Well, maybe there is danger to the rest of the community. And now we find out there were two other people in the house, but they didn't call 911 till almost noontime, nine hours. We're thinking hours. they were sleeping, and possibly everybody was sleeping when whoever did this just yeah. stabbed them so they couldn't even, you know, yell out. That would only explain why he was able to pull this off without any signs of resistance or anybody, you know, hearing anything to call the police. Right, and, and, but but I mean, he must have stabbed. He had to stab everyone that viciously without waking anyone up. Uh, that, that's... Yeah, whether they were sleeping in the same room or how, or it could be they may be looking for more than one suspect. Right. Now, other people think, well, maybe there was where, where a drug they... deal gone awry involved. You know, again, these are college students. Did, we don't did, have any information say, on that. Because but... I, I didn't see this where they were found. Were they found? No, in the they beds? have not. They, I don't think they've indicated that where they were found in the house. No, right, because you could have a guy who walks in and tells everybody, you know, get on your knees, you know, hands behind your back, and has a gun trained on him, or you know, a, several guns trained on him, and then he right. has his way with the stabbing. Or did he sneak up one at a time on them lying in their beds? Yeah, uh, I don't know. It's a pr pretty hideous, a really, really horror movie stuff here. There's a guy that works at a local store. It says the police did come in and ask him if he sold a certain type of knife, which he does not. But clearly that uh, I don't think they've recovered the murder weapon, but you can tell from stab wounds sometimes. They've in, called in, it a Rambo knife, a Rambo-like right, knife. That's Rambo-like knife is what uh, I've heard, too. And if you saw the Rambo movie with Stallone, you kind of get the idea of what they're talking about. All right, we got more coming up. It's the John and Ken Show, KFI AM 640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. All right, 5 o'clock hour brings us the final keyword of the day and also, separately, your chance for a four-pack of tickets to Disneyland. Stay tuned for all of that. We'll begin the hour with the master plan. California's carbon-neutral climate plan has come out by the year 2045. We'll be carbon-free in the state Oh, One it, thing that was a bit of a surprise in there we need to talk about first. And, of course, these idiots, it does prove they really don't know what they're talking about or what they're doing because they completely overlook something that now suddenly in this new plan, mm, they're paying attention to up front. We'll get into this in the 5 o'clock hour. 
Well, it is my hope right now on the John and Ken show. Seriously. Don't hope. This topic has come up before. We want to bring the meat eater and the animal lover together and make peace. Huh. What? That would be you, the animal lover. That would be John, the meat eater. Good luck with that. Never. The FDA has given a safety nod to no-kill meat. It could be for sale soon in the United States. What is no-kill meat? No-kill meat I'll is produced along. by a company out of San Francisco called Upside Foods. San Francisco. It was co-founded by Uma Valetti, a cardiologist who dreamed of producing meat in a different way. Instead of raising livestock on farms and killing them in slaughterhouses, he wanted to find a way to grow them in a production facility by culturing animal cells. This idea came to him years ago when he was seeing heart attack patients at the Mayo Clinic. Uh, they would grow human heart cells in a lab. He says, if you could do that, why couldn't you grow meat? Mm. Well, you could, I guess. You can extract cells from an animal with a needle biopsy, place them in tanks, feed them nutrients they need to proliferate, including fats, sugar, amino acids, and vitamins, and you end up with meat, which he says tastes exactly the same. And That's I bring this up because... they always say. Say, I know. Because we're seeing a real downturn, this beyond meat, this... These meat substitute products apparently are tumbling in the marketplace. Because they don't taste good. The Beyond Meat, the what's the other one? Impossible Burger. Impossible, right. All, They're it, tumbling. It's not meat. There's not an ounce of meat in there, so that's why it's not going to taste like it. It's a fake name on a fake product. So what if there's a moratorium on killing animals, and this is this is all you got, John? You got to have this type <laughs> of, of meat, and, or you got to go be a, a vegetarian or a vegan? Do you know people are eating more meat now than ever? Yeah, you always say that. <laughs> because it's always true. <laughs> well, I mean, right now it's chicken. He says they're going to possibly move over to other species, which I guess would eventually be steak and beef. Uh, well, it's, it's, it's got now, it's to taste it's, the same. It has to have the same flavor, the same feel when you bite into it. They uh, took years of experimentation, a crew of biologists, biochemists, biochemists, to turn this product into something that could be eaten. But you're right. The real test is in the taste. So we can't you adopt that. a new sense of taste? <laughs> So that you don't have to have it taste exactly uh, like real meat. Are you mocking me? <laughs> Never. How do you adopt a new sense of taste? I'm just saying, maybe you you just widen your taste buds. I I don't know. That's just, a heck of an operation. You know that. what I'm saying. You need I, to evolve, John. Why don't you process what I'm saying before answering so quickly? Me evolve. <laughs> <laughs> is that what you just asked me to do is to evolve? I yeah. <laughs> I am trapped in my cave. I know, but you can change. There's 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 plenty of, of time for that. He did warn me this was a long shot to bring you two together on this, so <laughs> yeah. uh, well I mean I would... it, now the, the the big story is the FDA has approved this, so the next step is that they can manufacture it for human consumption. They're not going to be able to make much, though. No, but obviously, if people take to it, that's easy. There is a picture here. They're looking at a recently cooked chicken breast on a plate. It looks like any other chicken breast. But, well, it uh, all looks good. I mean, even one of those fake meat burgers, that the one that was presented to me. 
a few years ago when we were at Chef Bruno's. <laughs> yeah. That looked good. 72% of baby boomers and 82, 88% of Gen Zers who were asked said they would be open to trying cultivated meat. That's mm. basically what it's mm-hmm. what it's called. Well, they yeah, you're right. you open to try it once, but there can't be a weird aftertaste. When I ate one of those fake meat burgers, the first bite was okay, and then after a few seconds, like, uh, you know, there was some, you know, just awful aftertaste. What right. about adding, I don't know, ketchup, mustard, something just, just to disguise the, it? To disguise, you, have to, you have to disguise it. It means it tastes bad. But then it means no animals are killed. I mean, come on. My wife says Look this. Look at the scale. My wife says this when she's trying to get me to eat vegetables. She goes, well, you know, I can melt a lot of cheese on it, and then you can taste the vegetable. Well, then, what, then I might as well but, just eat the cheese. Now, the the developer here says, and he gave a good response. The reporter was given a sample of pan, the pan-fried chicken. It was cooked in white wine butter sauce, which she said, well, everything tastes good. But she says it, it, it's good, and it tastes like chicken. because it is chicken, because it is chicken. It's cultivated okay. from the actual cells of chicken. Uh, okay. It's not... Some made-up pea, smash peas, on, or soy, hold or... Hold on. You could take my right arm and make a burger out of it, and it'll taste good with white wine butter sauce. But it would still be you. So if somebody was a cannibal, but I'm they, saying could, they would, could eat you direct, my, or they could take a, my, a cell out of your arm and cultivate you in I a know, lab and eat you, if you it would white, be the same. You could put white wine butter sauce on almost anything, it'll taste good. Yeah, they probably shouldn't have served it that way, but that's how people eat chicken. They don't. A lot of people don't eat chicken without any seasoning on it, so you know you got to be realistic about this. Except for you, you eat a steak with nothing, right? No. Do you put anything on a steak? Salt? Yes. Well, a, 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 what are those? That steak seasoning. What about steak sauce? No, no, no nothing liquid. Nothing. I Melt mean, butter on it. Yeah, and oh, a little butter, salt. Right. You know, oh. to give it, give it, give it all the different flavors. But no, no, no. Oh, uh, sauce. Now, the story says it's still going to be meat. So vegans and vegetarians may not take to this because it's still meat. Even though you're not killing animals, you're consuming meat. And people, for health reasons, don't want to do that. So, all right. Well, we're going to bring some into the station. And sure. Try it out. If you can, you can get a, a, a fake uh, cultivated burger out of a test tube. Have at it. Ken Show KFI AM640 live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Deborah Mark live in the 24-hour KFI newsroom. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. 
until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.